We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Oh, hey there, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into me choking on my own spit. Oh my god. <laughs> This has started off very poorly. Oh my god, I'm dying. <laughs> Finally. <sighs> we sit here and talk for like before we ever start the show, we sit here and talk for like five minutes and, and, and that's probably when we are the best at talking. <laughs> and then we start the show and it's like <laughs> <laughs> All downhill from here. Yeah. Nerd stuff, Brandon's for free. Wait. <laughs> hey. Neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain. But I am drinking a root beer, uh, which is, uh, you know, when you're trying to talk, uh, I was going to say professionally, I don't get paid for this. When you try to talk uh, (laughs) semi-professionally or amateurly, uh, what you'll learn in in broadcast is that you should drink a fizzy drink uh, before you go on. You should drink two. Just the burps. (laughs) I got the burps. I, I will get the burps. Yeah, if you could leave us a review about that, that about Brandon's burps, that'd be awesome. Now, if you could tell a friend or write a review if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever, or just holler at us with your ideas when we wrap up each story. We're trying something new for these last few weeks. We want to know what you would get tattooed in response to a story that we have, based on the fact that both of us have gotten new ink recently and that we're obsessed. You've gotten a lot, actually. So Yeah, we're just well, trying to make jump my wife right in. So. <laughs> let's just Well, you didn't need to do that now. <laughs> Uh, welcome to November. That feels weird to say, and I've had about enough of the freaking spiders. And um, turns out that specifically, there's some people that are studying spiders and found out that they have better memories than we think. And I gotta say that I'm just really pumped for all the catch and release I've done my whole life because if they can remember things, hopefully they're like this guy's a real G. Okay, right, yeah. When As the, opposed uh, to my wife, who <laughs> the sequel to Eight Legged Freaks come out, they're gonna come out and just be like biting the heads off of all of your neighbors, and they're gonna look at you and be like, "You're cool." Yeah, hey, hi. And then they'll see my wife and be like, you killed Tony. <laughs> that's, there's obviously a spider named Tony. Obviously, for that. yeah. yeah. Now, I had no idea that spiders, whose brains are designed for life on the web, and I'm not talking about like using your spider legs to touch yourself in weird places or whatever. <laughs> I'm talking about for living in an actual web. They don't really see very much, despite having like really creepy, multifaceted eyes, yeah. right? So. Instead, you can think more of their like their legs acting more like the same function as ears would be, sensing vibrations on the strings of the webs. I had no idea until I was reading about this at Wired.com. That the, and it makes total sense that they would pick up on what's going on around them by riding the sound waves, specifically. It sounds like a, 
a lot like a musical instrument, like the spider harp or whatever. And I'm like, can we make a new genre of metal called Black Widow metal? Because <laughs> I'm sorry to make that joke, but that is awesome. Imagine the, what, a, what a Black Widow's scream sounds like if you could actually somehow make that into a capture that. It'd be awesome. No, it's like, don't they do things but, like they like try to record the sound of the black hole and all they do is they like take whatever any sort of like uh, audio that they get like any sort of frequency and then they have to amplify it a bajillion times and then they have to mm-hmm. then do it again in order to make it actually audible to the human ear like why can't we do that i mean i don't know if i want to do that but like why can't we do that with spiders like why can't we just be like put a microphone next to a little spider and just say all right bud hey uh tony how you doing and uh he'd be like oh he, he did <laughs> yeah he'd be like hey Pretty boy got him. <laughs> There's a hit out on her now. I was just walking head. here, that this lady. <laughs> um, I was just freaking out her husband in the shower, <laughs> and she came in and killed him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, not him. <laughs> you didn't kill me. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, Am <laughs> <laughs> I projecting, perhaps? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to actually record the sound of a spider taking a bite out of something or like slurping the bug guts out of something. <laughs> just like that crunch noise would be like no. super... I feel like it would be super duper satisfying. Oh. Just a big old chop would be. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like um, uh, I, I sit next to <laughs> I sit next to my uh, like I'll I'll be laying in my bed and I'll hear um, my dog will sleep in there. I've got two dogs. One sleeps in the bed. She's the worst. Uh, and the other one sleeps <laughs> on the ground. And he in the middle of the night, I'll just hear. <laughs> And he's just licking his own nads, uh, or where I guess where they used to be. Uh, and it's I, I'm one of those people where if like I'm sitting next to somebody who chews loudly, I get I get I don't I don't just get like moderately annoyed. I get ear like I I will uh, I will do what Pretty Lori does to Tony, and I will murder you. I heard that that is a sign of repressed anger that you're really carrying a lot of emotional baggage, and rather than getting rid of it, you just find little things that drive you crazy and then get super mad at people. Oh, I didn't. I I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, also, I want. I do want to hear the slurping, like a our, our version of the like um, Slurpee cup of the guts coming. I thought. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. That'd be so awesome. And then the burp. <laughs> Cool spider burp would be awesome. But more likely, what we could actually do to make it happen is we could um, send a musical signal through a spider web. Oh, yeah. Right? And like play songs for spiders. And who knows what they're into? By the way, I've totally lost track of what the actual research was about. Something about memory or some garbage like that. But but if you could like put like Master of Puppets through a spider (laughs) web, like does he start shredding halfway through? And then like how would it, you know, there was like a. I remember seeing a thing where they gave LSD to spiders and then the the webs that they made were like crazy because their spider brains can't handle, you know, manufactured drugs. Right. But that if you um if you played a music, how would that affect them? And would they have any preference? Mm. Like I want to know what a spider's favorite song is. Oh, it's and, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Ah. <laughs> Horace, right before it chomps into somebody, yeah. the chomp sound effect again. Do I have that still? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's uh, Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> I was thinking System of a Down spiders. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They're also safe in the spider apocalypse. Okay. <laughs> You're cool. Yeah. Uh, another one was no doubt spider webs. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you've actually taken Of course, taken it would be something that either I can't relate to at all, like from a um, that uses a scale that I don't recognize from some sort of like Eastern music. Sure, yeah. Or it would be something some garbage like Celine Dion or something like that. <laughs> hey, or, or my favorite song is that Frozen song. And Come I'm like, on. Oh, no. Yeah, I was gonna say like, what if it turns out that Spider's favorite music is just like uh, musical theater? <laughs> They're just like really into like fit the Phantom of the Opera is here, and like the spiders just yeah, yeah man. But they hate rapping, and so like they cannot stand Hamilton. It's like their least favorite musical. This is the I don't want to uh, dis- disparage this person because they've uh, they have since passed away. But there's a person who I know, uh, who who I knew, who um, they uh, uh, I told them about Hamilton, and this is an older uh, gentleman, and. Um, I told him about Hamilton, and he was like, oh, a a musical about the Founding Fathers? I was like, yeah. I was like, I think you'd really... I think you'd really like it. He's like, oh, yeah, that sounds really interesting. Like, okay, um, okay. So he starts to Google it at at this pace of a spider wrapping a thing up in a cocoon or web or whatever. So it takes 10 minutes for him to like, I've moved on to something else at this point, and it takes 10 minutes, and he goes, huh, so it's all uh, black people. <laughs> You're like, no way. The main guy is a is a Puerto Rican yeah, guy. Like, yeah. And uh, let's like, just say I don't think he uh, uh, ever was able to knock watching Hamilton off of his bucket list. <laughs> well, that's too bad because it is lovely. It is. Um, it's great. I really do. I've actually seen Hamilton a couple times and uh, three times now. What a brag, right? But it was... Um, it's so fun. It's it's good. Anyway, uh, I don't know what a spider's favorite song would be, but hopefully it's not something. Yeah, super I mean weak. that's a good. Uh, uh, it's like Sublime is my favorite. Like no, I've had enough. <laughs> it's a, I don't. Do you like that? Like half of scientific experiments just come from scientists being like, "What if we gave LSD to fill in the blank?" <laughs> <laughs> like. How did they give twenty-five-year-old me permission to do science? Who was who's responsible for that? <laughs> like, well, we have all this LSD. <laughs> what do we do with this? I don't know. Give it to a rat. <laughs> no, so like, okay, so have they done that? I, I mean, Google. I, 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 I guarantee it. I feel like if it's like kind of like the internet, so if you can think of something, it's probably already been done on the internet. If yeah. you if you could think of something to give LSD to, it's already been given to them. What's that called? Like Rule Thirty Four or something yeah, like that, yeah. or is that the boobs one? Uh, yeah, I think that might the, be the that might be the boobs one. Six of one, half dozen of the other. As I do the like <laughs> scale thing where you do your hands up and down, but it looks like I'm just playing with boobs. Six with <laughs> two with half a dozen boobs. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try something new to the show. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, ready. Hold on. It's time for NASA news. Does that work for you? Did you hear that? I heard that. Oh, man, it's time for NASA news. Okay, Brandon. I hope you didn't click it. I left specific instructions for you to not click this, okay? Okay. Um, It's a headline, and if you could tell me how it could easily get pervy if you read it incorrectly as you click it now. Yeah, clicking it right now. The uh, headline says, NASA's lunar flashlight is ready to search for the moon's water ice. Now, if you got if you were reading it quickly and you were a pervert and you read flashlight, what else could it read as? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) NASA's space flashlight trying to entice thirsty (laughs) thirsty aliens to to the moon. Let's find that water ice. (laughs) Give me some LSD and a flashlight, and you'll see what I can find. Wow, that was an oddly specific threat. (laughs) Oh wait. I screwed something up. We already messed it up. I want to go back real quick. We'll come okay. back to the space fl- flashlight. <laughs> um, 
if you were going to get something related to spiders and, I guess, memory, more yeah. like spiders and how they perceive yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, their senses, what what tattoo would you get? <laughs> so, you know the... Uh, 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 you know the frog from the WB channel that's hello, my lady. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so a spider, but doing musical theater. <laughs> <laughs> I once saw um, the Book of Mormon. Yeah. And after the first song, like about I don't know, fifteen or twenty old people got up and walked out because they were like so offended already, and it was <laughs> ding dong. Yeah. Um, it was amazing to see that. I want to see like a grumpy old spider, like <laughs> oh, leaving <laughs> Hamilton. Oh, sucks! I haven't tried to learn about the stupid humans founding fathers, but no. <laughs> well, he thought it was about uh, uh, the what's the king spider in uh, the the one that like wraps Frodo up. <laughs> I'm terrified of that. I can't even. That's I can't a spider's founding father. Yeah. So. I think I would get a tattoo of a spider wrapping up. Uh, I, I just like I like to think that there's these songs that we think are cool about spiders, but it's like when you go overseas and you talk to somebody about what you think their culture is, and they're like, "No, that's pizza is an American thing. We make it here, but like you guys are crazy. Chicago style pizza is an abomina- abomination or whatever." Okay, I want the same thing only with the spiders. You're like, "Hey, no doubt spider webs, huh?" And they're like. Get my rope, my silk, <laughs> and I just want to—I want to get a tattoo of a spider wrapping up Gwen Stefani, and then just like with a, with his like straw stuck into her head. Oh, <laughs> sucking like her sucking. brains out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just being like, we've had enough. No offense to Gwen Stefani, I'm sure she's lovely. Maybe, yeah, 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 actually, yeah. I'm not sure about anything actually, but it's just—I no, mean, just want a spider. Yeah, she's just seems, eating somebody. Okay, yeah, yeah, specifically Gwen Stefani though. <laughs> So I guess what they're doing on the moon is they're going to have a flashlight that'll it's going to you know have a certain frequency. It's not an actual flashlight or flashlight for aliens. <laughs> I guess it's, they entertain um, in space somehow. I, I I just saw a headline somewhere. I, I can't find it off the top of my head right now, but this kind of coincides with it. That there's only like a very small space on the far side of the moon that's going to be able to sustain the needs of humanity if we were to get there. And it's like something by like. 30k by 70k or whatever. They're going to have to divide it all up for all these nations that are going up there so that we can preempt a war that would happen over rights of moonland or whatever it is. And so they're searching for more of it and I think this flashlight is for doing that. The flashlight is what you do when you get bored in space and you don't have the appropriate <laughs> number of genes around. Do you think they like I'm sure there's I'm sure some horny teenagers asked an astronaut about this before. But like, what do you think the um, the you know the flog and the dolphin is like in space? Do you think that happens a lot? Do you think these astro- or do you think they're so rigid as military minds that they just can shut it down for 180 days while they're in space? No, I feel like um, I've had this thought before, uh, believe it or not. And uh, <laughs> that's how you save on hair gel. Yeah, that's what you do. You don't have to send up hair gel that way. You can something the- about marry it. <laughs> that's why all the astronauts are bald. <laughs> uh what did he uh no so i i thought about the fact that like it seems like most of the um science that gets done in space is just giving lsd to astronauts no <laughs> like uh have they done that because that sounds awesome they have i mean like yeah they have to have done that right so, like what oh, like, so cool like uh you know how they say it, like certain altitudes right um because of the air pressure and whatnot uh like taking you know drinking you should get yeah, uh, you should, alcohol should have a more effect, uh, a, bit, a larger effect on you at a higher altitude. Like, so, like, do they at one point they're like, well, we need to see what it's like to get drunk in space. So, 
Yeah. Or so I'm assuming, like naturally, because uh, astronauts are human, uh, they said, uh, "Well, you have to, we need you to have sex up there because we need to see, uh, uh, we need to see what it's like, I suppose." Uh, or like we need but to figure out. But it's all transparent. Out. They have to like disclose that stuff, right? They have like sure, there yeah. should be mission statements that say if that's happened or not. I just can't think of a time, and it's got to be the number one thing that I would be interested <laughs> in is like when you do a push in, you go flying off the cushion, right? Like, <laughs> well, yeah. So you have a uh, lieutenant. Uh, lieutenant Lieutenant Corporal, Sergeant, whatever, I don't know, what, what, they're all military, right? But you have like, uh, okay, Lieutenant Marcus over there, and uh, uh, Lieutenant Sheila, and uh, okay, so Carl's in the in the corner taking uh, minutes for this experiment, and... Um, <laughs> minute? He's taking minute? <laughs> <laughs> Actually... Uh, uh, they they do say so like uh, uh, you should have a, I don't know if this is true or not but I would imagine you have a lower blood pressure in space I would imagine maybe it's a higher blood pressure because oh thank God uh, it'd probably be a higher blood pressure you would think because no because uh, I think your I think your heart less has to work less out. hard because there's no gravity pulling your blood down mm, to your feet so yeah. your blood moves more easily back and forth through your body so I'm guessing your blood pressure is probably diminished interesting yeah so uh, so lower blood pre- blood pressure uh, yeah it probably only took about a minute. <laughs> now i figured out how they do it okay. i know i already know how to do it in space this is i'm so innovative it's amazing okay i'm really proud of myself too what you do is you have hand and footholds okay yeah, yeah so the receiver is hand and footholded onto the wall yeah okay and then let's call it for this for this demonstration that's lieutenant sheila yeah, <laughs> okay holding onto the wall or velcroed or something right and then lieutenant marcus gets like the belt off of your car that goes to make your all the different yeah, things yeah, turn yeah, yeah, in it, you yeah. know, and that starts squeaking when you leave it too long. He puts that around him and Lieutenant Sheila, and then when he bonks and goes flying back, it catches up and then whoa, oh. whoa. <laughs> It's like a yeah, it's like an aerobic uh, like an elastic band. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they can work on their shoulder mobility afterwards. It's perfect. It's multi purpose everything. NASA's yeah. got it figured out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so uh, that's what I'm obviously getting tattooed on me. Or or <laughs> Some sort of space flashlight with a giant alien wiener. Yeah, I feel like uh, there's got to be, uh, like, again. How come is- the space flashlight is filled with tadpoles? And like, no, nope, those are aliens. You feel like, don't you think, like, as humans, um, as even, like, the most high-minded uh, folks, for the, for the most part, uh, have some sort of sexual desire, right? Um, and so you would think that all of these, like, professional scientists and things like that, like, as much as they would hate to admit this, right? Like, of course, they get the rocket up to space and they get it up to space with get people that rocket inside up. of it. Woo, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we have a uh, low blood pressure in this rocket, <laughs> um, and they get it up to space. And you gotta, you just have to imagine that even like these high-minded scientists went like, "Yeah, but what if they boned though?" <laughs> yeah, like all the time. Yeah, that's all I think for this, for this scenario. It sucks because it's usually like one or two women and then like four dudes from different countries. And it's like so it's like the the ratios aren't great. But it seems like it'd be irresponsible to get like pregnant in space. I mean, not if it's for science. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Just the irresponsible part is taking the LSD after you've gotten (laughs) pregnant. That's the. the. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You know what? I, this is totally off subject, but yeah, yeah. Um, we it's it's space related and it's about you know aliens boning fleshlights in space. Um, okay. <laughs> you know we have this like very certain view of what life is gonna be like places because we only know the way that we do it right we only know that like like if you showed up to another planet you're like nothing's here but it was covered with some sort of slime that like actually transmitted information and electricity in a way that we weren't familiar with but instead we're just like slime puddle like nuke it let's go yeah yeah. it's we're so sure that there's going to be signs of of consciousness or higher I don't know what the word is for it for the ability to actually like to be able to leave your planet is one of the tests and to be able to communicate is another and stuff but that's only by our measures and I think it's so strange because the chances that the way that we've done it happens again are like improbable because it's like billions and billions of things have to go a certain way to get to where we are but that doesn't mean that like like so this all comes from james webb space telescope is going to be able to look at like the nearest planets and try and figure out if there's any biosignatures in the um, atmospheres that would suggest some sort of life process similar to earth is going on but that's only looking for what we expect life to look like which is the best you can do i understand but like you're also going to be ruling out places that maybe have life that we don't understand there as we're searching around it just blows my mind that we're so like that we're so self-centered about how we'll we'll discover things related to this um i suppose there's a documentary uh, i've heard of uh, on netflix right now and it's it's they're discussing infinity like just the concept of infinity and i guess it's i haven't watched it it's uh it's but the the synopsis that i've heard is that basically these people these like incredibly talented smart people who only think about sex and space are sitting called us incredibly smart people (laughs) all right yeah no so these these like scientists and and philosophers basically are, are sitting there thinking about you know the how to explain infinity how do you like even uh, conceptualize the the term or the object of infinity and they basically say uh, the idea is, is that all of the particles that exist within the universe or within what we understand as the universe uh, infinity would suggest that at some point all of these particles will arrange and rearrange themselves uh, in different ways so that anything is possible any like your the particles that make up your body in some point in the inf- infinite future or infinite past will uh, be the same particles that make up Barack Obama uh, as you know the president of Russia in some other universe in some other time just whatever right? you could imagine it literally anything you can imagine which brings me to the fact that I'm hoping I'm just hoping beyond hope that this James Webb telescope looks deep into this planet uh, that's orbiting like Alpha Centauri or whatever it is. And um, as it scopes down, uh, it, it, it just it starts to pick up bio life signatures and we all start to get really excited. And then the closer it gets, the closer it gets. It's just a tap dancing musical theater loving spider. <laughs> I think that Hamilton blows. <laughs> oh, no, the spider's racist. <laughs> He's from Eastern Washington. Ah! Um. Yeah, it's like the idea I've heard Professor Brian Cox talk about this a little bit that it's like just whatever you can imagine if it's if the infinite if the universe is truly infinite you can just be like oh Mozart but he sings out his ass. 
Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's possible yeah. because everything is infinite. Have you seen the um have you seen that movie Everything Ever or Everything Everywhere All at Once? Uh the answer is no. I'm gonna tell you uh that I know that the answer is no. But it's a movie that I think you would actually appreciate and enjoy. Okay. Um, I've already forgotten it, the name, so that's not a good Everything start. Everywhere All at Once. It, it combines uh things that you love that I know you would like. It combines like uh uh universe like multi universal theory and it also uh mm. brings in a lot of kung fu. Uh, and it's very good. Yeah, so you should watch it. But there is one of these universes where you just said like Mozart singing out his butt, um, <laughs> which Mozart didn't sing. I mean, maybe he did, but he like no. But I'm just sing. like yeah. rather than composing, he just is yeah, like yeah. just he all of the, everything that he's ever composed, he's actually just farting out his butt. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but they, uh, there's one where um, the main character has hot dog fingers, and within the hot dog fingers <laughs> is nacho cheese, and her and her partner uh, sit there and like suck on each other's hot dog fingers and suck the nacho cheese out and it probably sounds a lot like the spider sucking out uh gwen stefani's brains yeah yeah i feel like this is kind of like the entire premise of rick and morty also yeah like uh it gets real messed up especially when you can go between those things so you have me um really intrigued here you wrote four words Yeah. With no explanation whatsoever. <laughs> and so I don't know if I'm just supposed to say them and then we move on or yeah, what. Yeah. But uh, the four words are leaf, sheep, sea, slug. And well, we leave it at that or is, there, is, it, is that just a tattoo idea that you had? It's like, I'm going to a leaf and there's a sheep and then there's it's, a sea um, slug. It's actually the, the, uh, uh, the MK Ultra code word that just activated the one listener that we have into killing <laughs> somebody. <Me. laughs> yeah, killing you. <laughs> Leaf, sheep, sea, slug. <laughs> Copy. Must destroy Gregor. <laughs> um, no, okay, so I uh, was looking around at, at stories. It's actually and- an alternate planet in an alternate universe in the infinite time scale. <laughs> that is Dude, the type it, of tree so- that Brandon planted in his yard that his dog pees on. So I'm going to send you a picture of. So uh, the, these are an animal that has been discovered. So I guess, like, I, I realize after seeing it, um, this thing is posted on Nerdist uh, about a week ago. And uh, it says, the, hi- the headline says, Leaf sheep sea slugs are animals using photosynthesis and also Pokemon. Um, and wait, wait. I, they're using Pokemon? These animals yeah, they're are? using Pokemon. Yeah. No, they are using photosynthesis and they are also Pokemon. So I guess this is a, uh, a, cre- a, a, a creature of some sort. It's an animal of some sort that, like, I guess goes viral every few years because of how incredible it looks. So I'm going to send you it. Um, yeah, first yeah, of all, please. actually, I kind of want you to picture in your mind what a leaf sheep sea slug might look like. Yeah, okay. it looks like a combination between a. Um, tardigrade yeah and like a uh like a furry caterpillar okay i would say that you're maybe like 30 percent of the way there uh so here's the picture with like with like really cool butt cheeks yeah okay there it is that's the that was the remaining 70 percent a very important distinct feature on this leaf sheep sea slug uh you're actually really close other than that but the butt cheeks are so important (laughs) But like, okay, so I just sent you this picture, and the the thing about it is that it, it like it's so o- cute. It only lives on um like off the coast of Japan, and it, it, it looks like a it looks like a cow drawn by Gary Larson of the Far Side. Yeah, yeah. Um, only if it was using like if it was like poking its head out from a shrub. Yeah, that also yeah. was covered in berries. Yeah, it's exactly what it looks like. So, um, that's the the best 
description I think that I could have thought of. It, like the thing is, is that this thing is 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 natu- it naturally uh, exists, or like its its primary environment is off the coast of uh, of Japan. And I'm sitting there thinking, like this explains so much of like why the uh, Japanese create things like Pokemon because they just naturally have animals and creatures like this in Japan. And so, like, they didn't have to think very hard about, like, oh, let's create a, a Bulbasaur. Oh, there it is. First, first they ate it, and they were like, nope. <laughs> let's make it into a Pokemon. <laughs> no, but, I mean, what is really cool is that this this thing, the Leaf Sheep Sea Slug, uh, which also sounds like a... Um, uh, like a Wes Anderson film, uh, <laughs> Leaf Sheep Sea Slug. Uh, it, it uses photosynthesis, like meaning it, that it converts it, light into it, energy. It converts light into energy, uh, as in like food for itself. But it's a it's like a living um, like uh, it, it also will eat algae like with its mouth, um, <sighs> and so it, it's it's an animal that can perform photosynthesis. Um, and they, what do they say? They said, uh, it, as I'm reading this, it says they use their heifer like mouth to, uh, to scour, uh, the, the, the surfaces that they crawl for algae and eat the algae. Now, like cows, as they made reference to when they poop, do magic mushrooms grow in the poops? (laughs) And then do we give those magic mushrooms to other animals to see what they do? (laughs) Specifically in space. (laughs) Yeah. Yes is the answer. Yeah, of Brandon, course I would legit get a tattoo of just this creature. I would like it's legit such a cool and people would be like, "What is that fictional Pokemon that you just tattooed on yourself?" And you'd be like, "This is a real thing." I just had an idea. What if at the end of the season, whatever that means, what if at the end of the season we had to go back? What, we should keep track of these. We never will, but we should keep track yeah, of yeah. some of the best ideas. And at the end of the season, we have to go back and get one of these things tattooed on ourselves. Like one of these ideas, like whether it's Gwen Stefani getting her brain sucked <laughs> out by a spider or a, I get it wrong, leaf sheep sea slug, yeah. the LSSS, um, like, because I would get that. It looks amazing. It is such um, a cool, uh, if you're listening right now, go Google this immediately because yeah, I'll, leaf sheep I'll try to remember slug. to tweet it out too. That's yeah, yeah. Can, during, um, as soon as I, give me a second here, I'll do it, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'm trying to, uh, what do you think we should do? Do you think we should talk about okay, miniature? We before this podcast, we started, or before this show, we started to. Uh, I told you about a story that I wanted to talk about, and you said yeah. that you were going to add another story, and then you, and then all of a sudden, I'm sitting there looking at our run sheet, which is super high technical and also just a Google Drive sheet, uh, it, and you posted the story that I wanted to talk about. So I, I, think I think that just, we should just to talk bring people up to that. speed. What happens is every day for my regular radio show, I um. I have a like a template, just a Google Doc, and I go in and fill it out, and then with like links and stuff like that, and then I go back and write all of it. And so it's the same with this show, where I take the stories that I've written for Nerd Talk and stuff, and I put them down. Brandon, maybe there's a couple ideas in there, and then we react to the stories that I've already written and adapt them for a long form conversation. And so, well, there's a sheet waiting for Brandon, and he goes in and puts just writes the four ominous words of my death, leaf, sheep, sea slug, on there. And the person that we have activated is now like, I'm not gonna do it. You guys. Are are so annoying you keep saying it that's enough <laughs> mk ultra this um but then yeah like you say you were like oh, i've got one more and i was like okay me too and i pasted it and you're like oh that's exactly the story i was gonna talk about the nerds at mit have created a miniature robot dog looking thing called the mini cheetah i said cheetah weird i don't know why the mini cheetah and they taught it to play soccer specifically 
as a goalkeeper is what they're looking at. They actually taught it to kick a ball too, but this is a, as a goalkeeper. The penalty the penalty kick save rate of this thing has now reached a level even better than the goalies in the richest soccer leagues in the world, the English Premier League, for instance. And it's pretty cool to see how it like processes and takes action so quickly. But before you get worried that Allison Becker of Liverpool gets replaced by a machine, a few things. One. It has a better than 80% save rate, like 86% save rate. Um, that isn't with a Premier League person kicking the ball at a billion miles per hour, okay? That is with, like... It's like, they, like, they, I don't know if they, I don't know if they paid the children to take the penalty kicks. That sounds uh, problematic. <laughs> they had children take penalty kicks against this thing, and it saved something like 80, whatever it was, like 89% of them. And it's all to scale because they make it so it like can cover the same amount of distances in a much smaller goal. And I don't think the ball is to scale, though, which is weird. But anyway, they're trying to prove a point that the computer brain is able to recognize the incoming threat and then neutralize it. Which is, I mean, you can only see how the future of that gets applied when they sell yeah. it to uh, the U.S. government. Yeah, well, when they sell it to the Premier League, right? So, <laughs> uh, so they're going to have instead of having Allison in goal, it's going to be this four-legged robotic mini cheetah, as you like to say, <laughs> and it will, uh, it will. You know, uh, it'll see a shot. It, a through ball will be played to uh, apparently a robotic forward that can also do backflips off of things. Uh, of course, yeah. And it has a machine gun on its back for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, so a through ball will get, will get played. And to this, this is robotic on the front lines of Ukraine and not in a soccer stadium and <laughs> yeah, actually exactly. bombs and rockets. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Go on. No, so the, a, a through ball gets played uh, in a regular soccer match to a robotic forward, and this robotic forward is you know a step offside, and the VAR robot that the automated <laughs> official that sees this uh happen video assistant review uh review is what that stands for they look down and say he's offside well then offside robot gets very upset with uh uh (laughs) official robot and goalkeeper robot decides to come out and plead their case uh that as the ball goes past them that it should the goal should not count because it was a uh, uh, offside and so now one of its four robot legs in the air like no 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 yeah, yeah. these three they're arf, all yelling arf, in arf. spanish they're all yelling in spanish for some reason <laughs> and they uh <laughs> all of these three robots start fighting and so then they're robotic teams and this is how robotic wars between the robot uh start and that's how our world ends the bad news for right now is that this robotic goalkeeper is still plugged in. So it's okay. uh <laughs> that seems like it's cheating. <laughs> it's uh basically can this kitty cat stop this toddler? <laughs> in the in the 80th minute, he's through our goal. The goalkeeper, he comes out of this no no. <laughs> ah, he's been unplugged goal. <laughs> I like that it's like the lines bot instead of the lines, like the official, the lines keep the keeper bot or whatever it is. Yeah. At some point, it's going to get that way, right? Like, I was watching the Formula One race, and, like, you know, three guys qualify one, two, three within like a hundredth of a second of each other. They drive like two and a half miles in independent machinery, and they get within a time that I can't stop on a stopwatch fast between one another. Yeah. Yeah. The. Like at some point, in order to get closer racing than that, you're gonna have to have robots that have faster than human reflexes, and so it's. I've I've thought about this um, quite a bit to think like. Uh, so we talk about like steroids in sports, right? About yeah. how like steroids. I mean, as much as you might disagree with them ethically, 
uh, only one person. And ethnically, I disagree <laughs> with any kind of foreign steroids. <laughs> I heard they have fentanyl in them. Um, no, so the uh, 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 steroid, you can't, you, well, you might disagree with them ethically, and they, they are obviously bad for the bodies of the people who are, are ingesting them. Um, at the same time, only one baseball player has ever hit the most home runs in a single season, and that person happened to be on steroids. So, like, the fact is, is that sports, the game itself, uh, is made better by people on steroids. And, not if you're uh, the pitcher, it's not. not. Yeah, yeah, sure. But if the pitcher was on steroids, who knows what they might be able to do. So what I'm saying is like at some point, like to your point about uh, about racing, at some point the best possible performance that you're going to be able to get out of a sport is uh, by watching robots play against each other. I mean, take it all the way down to something as uh, like chess, for instance, right? Like there's mm-hmm. all of this uh, debate about like people playing against chess robots and like or chess ai for instance and like what happens when you put two ai against each other who they all know like both of these these machines are supposed to how about a nice game of (laughs) (laughs) tic-tac-toe oh i mean this ends up like what's your what's your movie that you love Uh, war games right where it's like the only way to to win is not to play well uh, at some point like when the stakes are just who wins in the f1 race so hot in that movie it's amazing dude uh would you have sex with her in space uh (laughs) sorry the uh uh so at some point like right all these robots like the the best possible war games ali sheedy for sure but okay sorry wife yeah no 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 she's oh you weren't married back then though so yeah exactly Um, i was seven (laughs) perfect (laughs) uh but so, I mean, like the, the game, the sports are going to be played to their best possible conclusion when they are all robots playing. But at the same time, it's like they're all supposed to be great. You take out the human element that makes sports fun, which is humans being able to screw up. Right. Yeah, like the that's Buckner what, effect. Yeah. That's what makes sports unpredictable is just the fact that like your your favorite quarterback or your favorite pitcher can have a terrible day, even though they're the best in the league. They might have a bad day, which changes the result of the entire game. When you put in uh, machines that shouldn't be able to have uh, that kind of hiccup. Right. Or if you have AI that are racing in these machines and all everything is the same, every result should be the same at the same time. And so that's what fascinates me is that if you put two teams of the same type of robot against each other playing soccer or sports or whatever, like the result should be the same every time. But there's still going to be some unpredictability in it. Right. And like that's like the quote unquote ghost in the machine. It's like fascinating to me to think about that like someday it'll be more like will it be more entertaining that to watch like machines play against each other than it would be to watch humans play against each other when there may still be uh the the opportunity for results to not be predictable even if it's machines playing against each other i don't know like that's it's uh it's a it's a we're not there yet so it's like not we worth spending be. your time thinking about but we will be right exactly yeah. and it will be There'll be a place for both, I think, because people still like baseball, and baseball is the worst. Like it's like so boring and slow, and there's so many games, and no one cares. But then it comes down, and it's on the line, and like people really get up for their team, and it's fun, and it's tense, and it's you're looking the pressure for people to make those mistakes, and like you say, as opposed to just being like the margin was a thousandth of a millimeter or whatever, and that's what decided the entire championship over the course of nine months or whatever. And that's that yeah. sucks, but also there would be something really. It would bring its own level to it, and what's well, like marginal gains, but all of a sudden those margins of marginal gains are even even tighter, like like infinitesimally small. Right? But I think we've talked about this before with like 
battle bots on Nickelodeon yeah, exactly. or whatever. And yeah. like you think that's going to be awesome because they're just going to smash the crap out of each other and you're going to just have like carnage and fire and maybe one shoots a rocket or there's lasers or like I don't know, like acidic blood or something like that. But instead it's just like two wedges just running into each other until like one yeah. of them gets flipped over like a turtle and is like, I can't get up. And you're like, I win. And so yeah. at some point, yeah, it'll become so efficient that it'll be such stalemates until the tiniest of things happens. Whereas, yeah, with humans, like, you know, uh, in hockey it happens a lot where you see boobs against the glass and like, I don't care what level 22-year-old professional hockey player you are. At some point, that's getting in your head if you're if that's your thing, you know. And so, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like there's still that you don't like put up like eight bit boobs on the glass, and the robot hockey player is like, <laughs> eh, must download. <laughs> like, it's not like yeah, the know. AOL like uh, dial in or dial uh, dial up cue starts playing. In the middle. <laughs> we all know what T one thousand is looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Line at a time. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> So, if you were going to get a tattoo of a robot cheetah goalkeeper, what are you going to get, buddy? Uh, I think it's, uh, I'm getting uh, R2-D2 putting his boobs up against the glass at a hockey game. (laughs) What about you? I'll have C-3PO on the ice, like ice skates on, but it'll be rubbing his nips. (laughs) Golden nipples. I don't think we should be allowed to do this show anymore. I don't know that this is safe at any point. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. It's time for What Do We Learn This Week? <laughs> After all, this is a very heady show. <laughs> By heady, I mean nipply. <laughs> like, we talked about <laughs> robot nipples. We talked about robot alien nipples. fleshlights. <laughs> what else did you learn this week, Brandon? Uh, I actually did learn that I would love to be able to hear, a, as you said, as you called it, a cool spider burp. It sounds so awesome. Like, how do you get a microphone sensitive enough to do that, but like yeah. focused enough that it doesn't pick up on me being like <laughs> in the background? Yeah, in the background. Like, but it yeah. sounds like instead of instead of that noise I just made, it's like <gasps> you're like oh, I can't. it's like so <laughs> amplified. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did what did you learn this week? Ah, uh, wow. I um I I didn't realize that spiders were so racist. I guess is one thing. <laughs> they hate the leaf sheep sea slug. <laughs> oh yeah, and I learned that I can do a decent description of something as long as it involves Gary Larson. So. <laughs> I, I are you down for are you down to get a random tattoo based on this stupid show? Is that something you would do? I mean, look at my forearm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am. From another podcast we do, we've got tattoos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think I owe my kid a service at some point when he's like threatening to get a tattoo to be mean to me. I'm gonna send him down and be like, "Dude, here's the different canvases that you have on your body. Don't screw it up. If you're gonna get a yeah. tattoo, don't waste it so you look like a dork." Yeah, you have one shot. Yeah, for that spot on your body, you have one shot. Definitely. Yeah. Get well, a but leaf, a leaf sheep sea slug. Every Tuesday morning, 10 a.m., we stream live on the Odyssey app. Then get us on demand on the Odyssey app or the podcast provider of your choice. I'm Gregor. He's Brandon. Slugs out. (laughs) Slug for Harambe. (laughs) Slug life, baby. Get your slugs out in space.
<laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.